good evening and welcome to the 467th episode of Travelage Radio. I'm your host, Roger Noriega, in for Dan Schlossberg, along with co-host Mary Ellen Nugent Lee. And this is the 11th season of Travelage Radio here on the NDB Media Network, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travelitch Radio. And right now, at that exact moment, ladies and gentlemen, I am switching to co-host. And I'm turning it over to Mary Ellen as we're going to be talking about Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. One of my favorite places in in the north-south, as we call it, just below the Mason-Dixon line. And when I think about Charlotte, I immediately think about auto racing. It's the home of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and the only American Formula One team. It's it's really one of the best places and the friendliest destinations for um, seeing NASCAR up close. Mary Ellen, let me ask you, have you been to a NASCAR or Formula One event anywhere or in Charlotte, by the way? Oh, my goodness, yes. I have been to several. Um, I oh, used wow. to work with Jeff Gordon, who had the DuPont number 24 car. So I have been to many, many NASCAR races, uh, particularly in Charlotte and also in Talladega. And it really is, I have to say, Charlotte is one of the friendliest places to go if you're new to auto racing and you really want to see it up close and personal. The drivers are very friendly. They often have meet and greets. And the Charlotte, the people at the Charlotte Motor Speedway make it so uh, welcoming for guests who are huge fans of NASCAR, but also who might not know too much about it and maybe it's their first time. They'll explain what's going on and and what the different uh, flags mean and what the different uh, calls are that they can listen to on the radio. You can rent uh, radios at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you can actually hear the pit communicating with the the drivers. And it's really an exciting way to listen to to watch a race while you're listening. You know, Mary Ellen, just very quickly, I've attended one event. I've seen several on television. I love Sonoma, but that's off topic. I've been to the AAA Motor Speedway, and I know what you're talking about. I've listened mm-hmm. in. Uh, I, even though I wasn't smart enough to rent one, I was able <laughs> to hear people next to me and listening to the race crews. That is so cool. I think it is really neat. I would love to attend an event in Charlotte. Is there a major race right there? for all of the circuits or just maybe for NASCAR? No, there are several. There are uh, American Formula One teams that race there, and NASCAR um, has their cup races at the end of the year at the Speedway. 
Uh, I would yeah. say if people want to go, it is smart to book hotel space well in advance. But there are lots of lots of uh, really cute bed and breakfasts around, as well as all the major chains have uh, hotels there. Now, Charlotte, even though you're up in the Northeast right now, you've been all on. I'm sorry, Mary Ellen. <laughs> I called you Charlotte. Uh, Mary Ellen, I. Uh, yeah. Hi, my name is Roger. <laughs> Welcome, folks. <laughs> Mary Ellen, I understand you've been to Charlotte, right? So you know uh, about many places there. And uh, what's been the U.S. National Whitewater Center? Oh, it's terrific. It's a, a man. It's a set of man-made rapids. So you can go uh, on on uh, little uh, like inflated boats. And you can wow. actually ride these rapids um, at your at your own speed. Yeah, but it is. I'll tell you, you have to be really willing to get soaked because it's uh, both a spectator and a participation sport, and and you're going to get wet. <laughs> so then, knowing that I told you just before we went live that it's 91 degrees out here, that would be a good place for me to go then, right? <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. In the summertime, it's lovely. It really is. It's so refreshing. But it's also fun. I mean, it's it's really a blast. Wow. That is cool. Now, I understand that there's some music festivals in there as well. And I, I think it's best that you just, well, you tell me. I understand there's some great festivals down there in Charlotte. Yes, there there really are. Um People that are, are are local like the Breakaway Music Festival. That's that's really um, almost their their little secret. But a lot of people come from uh, nearby states to the Breakaway Music Festival. They've got as it, as the name sounds, they've got breakout musical acts that that are from the local and regional areas that are on the cusp of of breaking out. But there's also something called the Moo and Brew Fest, and that is hilarious. It brings in some really big-time musical acts, but as, as it says, it's out in the cow pasture, and <laughs> they have amazing craft beers that they serve. It really is, it's a really terrific festival. Wow. Now, uh, I think you've already hit two of them, racing and now festivals, but are you into comic books? I understand there's a big festival out there. I don't know if it's in June, July, or I don't know when in the summer, but are you into that as well, Mary Ellen, or do you just know about it? (laughs) I I am not into it, but I'll tell you, uh, these um, MAGA comic book festivals are really, really incredible. There was one in Charlotte last month, and it's the biggest and oldest of its type. It's gone back to 1982 before people did these uh, comic storylines, but now it attracts hundreds of artists and authors who come and they display their their comic books to audiences and the fun part is people who come can actually um 
create their own ends of the story or they can if when the authors present these comic books this the stories may or may not have an end or guests can help develop an alternative e- ending and the artist there will design it right there on the spot it's it's really an incredible festival wow and that that is really cool. There's one over here on the West Coast right now, Comic-Con. It's a big deal. But I believe the one you just mentioned, dating back to 82, I think it preceded by at least maybe three to five years. But don't quote me on that. But I understand <laughs> North um, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, you mentioned the Mason-Dixon line earlier. So what's yes. the deal with that? <laughs> it's... I, it really is. It has to do with how old the city is and its role in the in the Civil War. They um, when they divided up the North and the South, they had they called the de- line of demarcation the Mason-Dixon line. Now I'm not sure. I, I should have paid more attention in high school who Mason is and who Dixon is. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I was. I was probably flirting with the uh, guys in the, the different sports, so I wasn't paying quite attention to that. But I do remember what it is. You are funny, Marianne. I, who know <laughs> a little bit of history, know what it is, but I actually don't know as well. And I could look it up, but that's not the point. We all know what it is, <laughs> which is really cool. We uh, all know Marianne, where you- it is. We just don't know who those two guys are. Right, right. Look, you've been there. I think it's best you regale the audience with everything that you think is important in sharing with them. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot by, you know, giving you specific questions unless you'd like. Otherwise, hey, the audience is listening. You've been there. I have not. To answer your question, Mary Ellen, the closest I've been is maybe Washington D.C. or uh, St. Mary's. Uh, Georgia, Jacksonville. Oh. That's the closest I've been. <laughs> well, oh, wait a minute. It, oh, no, I apologize. I was in Chillicothe, Ohio back in 1991. But that's it. That's the closest I've been. Uh, shall I ask you, Roger, what you were doing there? <laughs> You're the only person I know who's been there. As a matter of fact, I was all of 22 and I had been hired for a new job as a store manager. And the corporate headquarters for the for the company was in Chillicothe, Ohio. Whoa. Yeah, I wow. was way out of place. But everyone was great. It was an experience. But being of Latin heritage, everyone was so kind, and I'm way off on this one, and I'll make it quick. I was told <laughs> that they had restaurants for all likes and types, and they even said, we even have a Latin restaurant. We have a Mexican restaurant. What? No way. Yes, there's a Taco Bell. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> even oh in 1991. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. Well, I'll tell you honestly, I don't know I'm sure they have uh, good uh, Latin food. I know they do have Mexican food and not a Taco Bell, but I'm not really sure <laughs> of, of the restaurants, you know. It, it just, right. um, 
you know, there, but there are new restaurants opening all the time. And Charlotte being a hub, one of the, the major hubs for airline connections, I yeah. think that they are really getting a more diverse and inclusive uh, population in Charlotte. Oh, I bet. Uh, knowing that NASCAR, Formula One, they play there, and mm-hmm. I believe there's an NBA team. But the fact is, it is a big <laughs> cosmopolitan city. Would you? I, I, I suppose you'd agree with that, or maybe not. <laughs> well, coming from New York, maybe I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, please, uh, I know Lauren Hawk, who is uh, uh, was is our resident Charlotte expert might disagree with me, but, um, yeah, but it is. Uh, you know, um, cosmopolitan isn't really the word I would use, but it is <laughs> inclusive, and it's trying to, it's really stretching its cultural and its retail and its historical boundaries. I would say that. Um you know the the local library, for example, holds more than a million and a half books, and wow, and there are fifteen different locations around the city, and believe it or not, the Charlotte Li- Literary and Library Association was founded back in the nineteenth century, so um there is a love of literacy and history in Charlotte, and it's not just all about sports. Right, and that, yeah, that's the male chauvinist in me or just the male Latin guy in me. Sports, that's all there is. But I do like reading, and and I appreciate you setting me right on that, and that is really good to know. Being one of history, I love learning, reading and learning, and especially about Charlotte. Now, we've joked about the size of the city, but I understand that they're adding, like, a, a zoo maybe, and they have a theme park as well. They even have a light rail system. Dan and I would ride that in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. It, in honor of Dan, we have to talk about the light rail system. You know how he loves anything on tracks, trains, trolleys, streetcars. It doesn't matter, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but the Charlotte streetcar system has expanded, so I'm sure the next time that Dan goes down there, he's going to be in heaven. Wow, yeah. And, and uh, you're right you... about the zoo. You're right about the zoo. Do you, can you believe that Charlotte is the largest metro area in the USA without a zoo? But they are. there is one coming, finally, and they've located a 250-acre site. And they're putting in three hundred million to develop this thing. So um, I don't know when it will be when it will be completed, but zoo is on the way. Wow! I guess that'll add. I understand they have an aquarium as well, um, or it's in the area, I suppose. Yes, yes, they have a wonderful aquarium. I have been to that aquarium. It, you know, it's 
it's crazy. This is going to sound really crazy, Roger, but it's almost a spiritual experience. It's in nearby Concord, and the way that they have it laid out, so that you can, you almost feel like you are underwater with these sea animals. It's just, it's an incredible experience. I think, I think that people should take the time to go over to Concord and and see that. It really is quite, it's different from aquariums that I've seen around other parts of the country. Wow. You mentioned experience. Is there a theme park there? Yes, there is the Carowinds theme park, which is a lot of fun. And you were mentioning how it's very refreshing on a hot summer day. Absolutely, absolutely, and there's so many things to see there and and rides. Um, it's a real great place for families, but you'll also see a lot of romantic couples and um, people who just want to spend some quiet time together and just enjoy it. Wow. I, I would definitely look forward to that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Travel Itch Radio now in our 11th season. Of course, I'm Roger Noriega, pinch hitting for Dan Schlossberg, and the effervescent Mary Ellen Nugent Lee is here with me. Check us out here on iTunes or on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, also visit us on our Travel Itch Radio Facebook page. Look up Travel Itch Radio on Facebook, and you'll find it. As I mentioned, I'm Roger. She's Mary Ellen. So, <laughs> no. And- North Carolina, yeah, I know, huh? Uh, <laughs> it, I understand the city has a lot of distinct uh, neighborhoods. Yeah. In Charlotte. Is it easy to go around? Is it better to use a transit system, or do they even need cars? Well, you mentioned the links, the light rail system. Um, yes. That is, it's really, it's really good to get around. But a lot of people do elect to have their own cars just to get into some of these, you know, to get into the places where there aren't, um, that aren't very touristy. There are almost 200 local distinct neighborhoods, and they each have their own flavor. So um, it's it's really, uh, Charlotte is growing very quickly. Sounds like I'm going to have to use my Bank of America account to get on over there. Oh, wait a minute. He's in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a setup, huh? <laughs> that was lame. I'm sorry. But go ahead. Why would no. I want to use my Bank of America card? And, folks, I just mentioned it to mention it. It's not a work. You know, it, it is what it is. It is. It, it, we aren't sponsored by Bank of America, though. God, if you're Definitely. listening, Bank Bank of America, BOA, we we're happy to ta- we're happy to be sponsored. Um, but Charlotte yeah. is growing <laughs> rapidly, and it's the second largest banking and financial headquarters, trailing only New York City. Yes. And Charlotte well. was the site of the nation's first gold rush. You know, Marilyn, that's surprising to me. The impression that I have is that was a, a West Coast or Canada-Alaska thing. That genuinely surprises me when you say that, the first gold rush. Yeah. Well, 
I don't think they had as much uh, as much gold as um, the West Coast Rush, but there was enough of it to spark the creation oh. of the Charlotte Mint. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, uh, is is it a big deal? Can anybody find it? Is or well, let, let me backtrack. I understand there's a mint there. Is it is there still like a mining community? Is it touristy? I mean, can you go out into the rivers and streams and get lucky <clears throat> as far as gold is um, concerned? You can still pan for gold. There, there are um, there are different uh, uh, tourist, tourist tours, um, tours where they will take you out into the streams and the creeks, and you might find something. Um, oh, and uh, actually... Um, the Charlotte Mint is no longer there anymore, but that building became the Mint Museum of Art. So there are a lot of uh, cultural uh, and uh, and uh, modern exhibits that people can see, depending on what time of the year that they come. I understand there, as you just mentioned and alluded to, that there's many different types. I understand. I, I suppose Dan and I would love the Trolley Museum. But I understand yes. there's the Museum of History, the Levine Museum. Go ahead. Would you tell us about that? Yes, so the Levine Museum of the New South. That's a very interesting museum that has, uh, exhibits that are very forward-thinking, STEM-driven, and um, it's really kind of a very forward-thinking museum. The Charlotte Museum of History goes has... Uh, dioramas and exhibits uh, interactive all the way back to the Revolutionary War. And I don't think that people realize that Charlotte did have a place in the Revolutionary War, not just the Civil War. And a lot of their dioramas and um, displays are interactive and very memorable. Wow. That's cool. It sounds good. I would love to uh, visit there. Uh, one of these days uh, when I head out to the East Coast again. Now, for someone who likes to, maybe for our younger crowd, is or no, for everyone, is there a nightlife out there? Because I have a hint that there's a Shakespeare, ballet, symphony, opera, a, a, a bit more sophisticated. But tell me, is there a nightlife out there? Sure is. Yes, just as you mentioned, there's a Shakespeare festival that is actually running this summer. Um, there are regularly ballet, symphony, opera uh, performances uh, with local Charlotte performers, as well as live theater that comes on the um, pre-Broadway circuit. So you can get to see road shows at Broadway shows uh, with the same performers that will be um, up in New York City, and there's even a Renaissance Festival, which is really oh, cut it so. Out. Oh, there <laughs> is in October and November. You can you can break out your uh, Renaissance costumes and your inner jester, and uh, enjoy a Renaissance Festival in October and November. That is cool. That's neat. I know that Dan mentioned that he's fond of a place called the Taste of Charlotte. I myself obviously have not been there, but uh, would you tell us about that place? Well, that's where you're going to get to 
get to taste some of the first-class Latin food from Latin America <laughs> as well as Europe, and you'll be able to taste a, a real international um, smorgasbord, if you'll pardon the the uh, European <laughs> word for it. The a real a real um, uh, different kinds of cuisine from top-notch chefs that have restaurants in Charlotte. That's that's uh, in the fall too, and that is really it's an amazing amazing experience. Better be hungry, well, Roger. <laughs> uh, yes, <yeah>, right. <laughs> Now, I love the European setup for the next question. I understand Charlotte has some nicknames. Regale us, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually called, it's Charlotte, is called the Queen City um, after an 18th century German princess named Charlotte. And the Hornets nickname, the Charlotte Hornets, has European roots. Because British General Cornwallis, during the Revolutionary War, called the town a hornet's nest of rebellion. So, yeah, it's got a couple of crazy nicknames. That is cool. Uh, then that, that's good to know. I had no idea that the hornets, it, it, it's European, I'm not European, but historical in nature. That is cool. <laughs> I understand that Charlotte is a cotton processing and textile center. Of course, Dan and I get all excited over it being a railroad town. But um, <laughs> I understand it's real easy to get to Washington and even to Atlanta from there. Yes, there is. There are regular Amtrak um, trains scheduled. And um, you mentioned cotton processing and te- textile center. Uh, one of the the great industries uh, and agricultural industries in the Charlotte area is cotton. And some of the best, finest cotton is grown in the Charlotte area. And a lot of it is grown um, in an integrated pest management way, meaning it's grown, if not organically, what they do is they cultivate the friendly insects to eat the uh, predator insects so that they don't have to spray as many pesticides and herbicides. So the cotton oh, wow. is, is very pure. It's, and the people, the farmers in Charlotte, were one of the first um, agricultural communities to start growing uh, cotton that way. You have to be very patient to do it because obviously the the bugs don't work as quickly as as the sprays do. But at the same time, when the cotton is grown, it is just amazingly. It's softer. It's purer, and it really is cotton. At, cotton in North Carolina is is a whole different animal than than other textile centers around the country. Wow. That is cool, and I appreciate that uh, description. I didn't even know that, Mary Ellen. Now, I understand that. Well, I'm from the West Coast, big city, as you are, and Las Vegas. Hotel rooms are going up all the time. I suppose a good measure of a city in growth is hotel rooms. What is Charlotte looking like? Are they traditional? 
are, well, I'm sure they are, but are, are, is there new stuff? There are a lot of new hotel rooms. I have, I, I wish Lauren was here to, to uh, clue us in a little bit more about the hotels that are in going up in the area because she'll have the inside scoop. But I can tell you that there's a lot of variety. Um, the Airbnb uh, uh, offerings are really interesting. They're not. They're not just your run-of-the-mill homes. They're, some of them are historic. Some of them, a, a lot of them have these incredible pools and, and fantastic amenities. But there are also B&Bs where families welcome you into their home and they make the most incredible meals for you. Um, the breakfasts are to die for. I can I can vouch for that. But the, for the people who prefer the Marriotts and the Comfort Inns, there there are hotel rooms that range in price, uh, small motels to um, luxury resorts. Oh wow, that is cool. Now, in addition to Dan Schlossberg and yourself, Mary Ellen Nugent Lee, both of you being famous as you are, there are um, some other famous people, but they've come out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Do you know any of them? Or <laughs> generally, do you know of any of them? Not personally, but uh, I think uh, a lot of people do know that evangelist Billy Graham uh, was uh, born and raised in Charlotte. Race car driver Richard Petty. A lot of race car drivers are from the Charlotte area. Texas Rangers wow. shortstop Corey Sager. And yeah, I a lot of people, the Dodgers. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know that Sharon Lawrence from NYPD Blue, you know, because she she has literally no Southern accent. Uh, on the show, she she's got right. that and that New York accent, so you'd never guess that she's from Charlotte. But also, author Harry Golden. Wow, that, that one I did not know. Well, didn't know of Sharon Lawrence <laughs> either. But the uh, yeah, the you'd never Grant. know. Oh, yeah. She she really yeah. picked up that New York that New York accent. <laughs> and far be it from me to comment on that one because you're in New York. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've got to say, it was unfortunate that we were not able to have Lauren on with us right now, but she may be able to join you and Dan, or who knows, maybe you and I in the future one. But knowing that you genuinely pinch it for Lauren today, is there anything else that you wanted to add uh, about Charlotte and anything else? <laughs> I would say if people uh, are do have some time, if they're – they have flights that connect in Charlotte. Take the time to, if you've got the extra time, to go out and see some of those 200 little neighborhoods in Charlotte. Take a ride out to the, the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Whether there's a race or not, you will find a lot of history about auto racing, you'll come back with a whole different perspective about um, how agricultural and and financial systems work. And I think you'll really enjoy it. it, it it's, a, it's a charming, 
charming, friendly place where you can learn a lot. It sounds great. And your description, uh, it's really, really good, really cool. And uh, I learned a great deal myself on today's program. And again, Mary Ellen, I thank you for uh, pinch hitting for, uh, of course, Lauren that was not able to make it this evening. But um, I got to tell you, I, I had a, I had fun today. And I thank you, Mary Ellen, for <laughs> sending me straight on North Carolina and not thinking of it as being uh, not Virginia or not Georgia. <laughs> that is really cool. Oh, I had a great deal of fun with you, Roger, too. And I'm going to do a little bit of digging and find out where the good – uh, Latin food is oh. <laughs> because I know there's a, there are some very cool Colombian, Mexican, and uh, Argentinian neighborhoods of those 200 neighborhoods. So I'm sure they've got some great wow. food there. Well, I'll tell you, some of those I would have to try because I haven't even tried them yet. But don't get me wrong, <laughs> folks. I, I am a connoisseur of food as evidenced by, oh, well, no. Hey, look, find me on Facebook. You'll see. I love food. <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. Mary Ellen, I do want to tell you that as a host on the network, we would love to have you on any of our other programs, Monday Night America, our Trekking Across the Universe, whatever. But maybe we could interview you and have the rest of the network meet you as well. And maybe we could talk about that later. I'm going to contact you through Dan. Uh, You already have my email. You probably have my contact information. So, Mary Ellen, this is an open invite. I know I'm professionally pinning you down, and it's not fair. I'm not asking you to commit, but I'm just letting you know that we would like to. And if something is possible, I think it would be great to have you on. And uh, who knows? We'll see what will happen in the future, because I know we're all busy, and I get that. So, But uh, like I say, I'm not going to expect anything from you right now. Folks, I'm going to just uh, let everyone know. Uh, I, I had a blast. Thank you, Mary Ellen. So, uh, folks, I if you don't have, have it yet, too. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mary Ellen. I did. If you don't have it yet, this is a fine time to acquire Dan Schlossberg's book, which I met. I finally met him <laughs> this week on Tuesday and Wednesday. The New Baseball Bible, Notes, Nuggets, Lists, and Legends from Our National Pastime. 480 pages for less than a sawbuck. It's both a coffee table and a bathroom book. Read it backwards and still enjoy it. I know I do because I have it. That's the mm-hmm. new baseball Bible with Mike Trout on the cover. Well, not that version, but get tonight on Amazon.com. So, Mary Ellen, please take us away on this one. That's it for this edition of Travel Itch Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writers, same announcers. Well, maybe not quite. <laughs> Dan <laughs> will be back. But we'll be talking to Craig Stamino, the general manager of the Level Hotel in Los Angeles. So now, for Roger Noriega, in for Dan Schlossberg, this is Mary Ellen Nugent Lee saying thank you for your time this time until next time. Good night and stay safe.